Tenekoto, Namai, Hairamai. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Walk in the Shadowlands podcast. Let me be your guide as we take a walk into the realms of the unexplained, of the paranormal, of things that go bump in the night and haunt your dreams. I'm Marianne. Thanks so much for joining me today, tonight, whatever time it is, wherever you're living in this beautiful world of ours. Is my child a starseed? Firstly, a word about labels and the very human need we have to label and categorise everything. My star people have often commented on this to me and how they find it interesting that we feel the need to have everything, every experience, every memory or emotion categorised, labelled and boxed as though it's separate from us in our existence here. Also, how we need to label others partly for the same reason. We do label people by characteristics they may show, particularly repeatedly. Like, we might say, that person is a bully or a nerd or an actor or a show-off or too shy. Whilst this might reflect their behaviour at that point in their life, it also can carry with it the often false belief that the particular behaviour is the essence of the child or person in question. It sets up an expectation of behaviour and can blind the labelled caregivers, parent, whānau, family or friends, to any needs the child might have. Doing so can cause all sorts of issues for the child if that label is used to isolate, even if meant with the best of intentions, or to place on a pedestal. It can lead to social problems for your child. It can lead to them feeling the need to live up to expectations that you have of them by giving them that label. This can cause added and unnecessary stress on these wee ones who might be struggling to begin with. So when I use the term starseed, it is with caution. Absolutely, these wee souls are precious, as are all children everywhere. Think of the term starseed as more in terms of having a purpose in life. These wee ones know they have a specific purpose to fulfil. I can speak to this from my personal life and experience. I knew from the time I was a wee one, a toddler, that I had work, important work, that I needed to do here on this planet and in this life. I always knew, as do most, but not all, of these wee ones. So perhaps seeing the term starseed as a purpose instead of a label may help mitigate issues that could possibly otherwise arise. So what is a starseed? If you've not listened to my previous episode on what is a starseed, am I one? I'll give you my definition again of what a starseed is. A starseed is a being from another planet, star system, galaxy or even another universe who volunteers to be born into a human body and the cycle of birth and death and forgetting one's origins associated with this planet. They come here for a specific mission. Their work is to assist both Papatuanuku, Earth Mother, and humanity to evolve into a new era and a higher vibrational state of being. This is to help prepare both to become part of the greater, 
intergalactic community. Also, this is to help humanity awaken from the oppression and oppressive thinking, both towards other humans and towards Papatunuku, that has been force-fed humanity for eons by those who would keep humans as a slave race ignorant of their real selves and potential. I personally came onto this planet in 1956, in the first wave of starseeds after the planet started experiencing with atomic fusion and energy. I knew from an early age pretty much who I was and why I was here, which back then was pretty uncommon for almost all starseeds of that first wave. Partly, I needed to have that awareness because part of my walk here on this planet is to help awaken sleeping starseeds where and when I can, or at the very least, plant that seed in their consciousness. However, in the past decade, I've noticed that starseeds now incarnating here are coming onto the planet in a sort of fast-tracked way and awaken or being woken at a very early age, whereas even 20 years ago, it was not often until the late teens that they were woken, particularly in the past couple of years. What are the signs that my child is a starseed? There are some signs that your child may be a starseed. Note that many of these will correspond with other labels out there for these ones, such as crystal, rainbow or indigo children, and you can Google those to find out more about them. They really dislike violence of any description, even arguments. And this applies to animals as well as humans. Despite this, they will stand up for any injustice they may see, and will speak up about it even if it distresses them. They are very gentle and loving children, often with a real aversion to killing any living thing, and for this reason often prefer to live as vegetarian or vegan. The child is an avid environmentalist from a very early age. They do not like how humanity as a whole is treating the planet. It makes them feel very sad. They may often tell their parents, friends or family that they want to do something to help and given the chance, they will follow that up with action. They are wise beyond their years, offering pearls of wisdom and advice to any person, no matter what age, if they see them struggling with anything. They are generally always right in what they say and this often gives the recipient a different perspective if the recipient will take the time to listen and digest what they are given. They are really incredibly observant, not only of what they see and hear, but of what is not being said as well. Oftentimes they are far more like an adult than a child. They notice people and have an understanding of all sides of situations, not merely what's presented to them. You can observe this in them as they grow, Whilst other kiddies may be playing with blocks or hammering nails into wood, the starseed child is trying to solve much more complex problems or is more interested in helping the adults solve their problems than playing or is focusing on world or local issues that need sorting out. These children can be aware that they are born on this world in order to help it. In some way, they know they have a purpose, even if they don't know exactly yet what that purpose is. For some, this feeling is very, very strong and drives them in all areas of their lives and in the choices they will make so far as education and work go at a later stage in their lives. 
the child cares really deeply and empathetically for any living thing, and often they are empaths. They do not like to see any living thing suffering or in pain. They always seek to make others feel better through words or actions, generally both when they can. They have an innate aversion and a strong suspicion of those in authority and of how the planet is currently being run. They believe that everyone should be seen as equals and that none are better than anyone else. Some will actually recognise that the way the system is currently run is actually a form of slavery. And so they will question it. Question why? Why does it have to be this way? Why is it like this? Why is no one doing anything about it? They don't like to be told how to think or what to believe in order to be a spiritual being. They simply have an inner knowing of how it should be and frequently will refuse any religion knowing innately that it is a form of mind control. They always try to keep an open heart, even if this is hurt, wounded. They will allow themselves time to heal and then just keep on the way they were before they were hurt. They are very heart-orientated and will think, talk, listen and act from their hearts quite the opposite of what we're taught in the world by the current system. They're incredibly sensitive children, sensitive to pain and suffering of others. This often will cause them to cry for what they see. Despite this sensitivity, though, they're very strong little warriors and will push through anything that causes them pain. They love stargazing. And many of these children will show a huge interest in space. They may even say their home is out there and that out there is where they belong and are only visiting here. Often as they get older, they might talk about an interest in UFOs and become avid science fiction buffs. For some of these wee ones, this can be incredibly difficult, and they will suffer with feelings of homesickness and a yearning to return when stargazing, even if they don't understand why they are feeling this way. They often have many spiritual gifts, such as being able to see spirit and into other dimensions of being, of clear cognizance. They simply know things. Sometimes they have physical abilities such as telekinesis, the ability to move things through thought or similar non-common abilities, although these are very rare. Many can see and feel when they are being lied to. They can see through manipulation even when it comes from our leaders, they simply know and do not fall for it. They don't like being in crowds and cannot function well in busy, loud or chaotic environments and social situations. This can be a real challenge to parents or caregivers and family who want to go to outings and attend social events. These children, very often alone, are preferring to spend much time by themselves. Their acute sensitivity makes it necessary for them to spend a lot of time alone to balance themselves and their energies away from others. So many times you'll find them at schools, tucked into a corner somewhere reading or simply deep in thought, quite happy with their own company. They are very creative individuals. They think creatively and out of the box. They may be really creative in the artistic sense or performing arts. They love to create beauty. Okay, so those are some of the signs that you have a starseed child. Often, but not always, if you are starseed yourself, then you will have a child that is starseed as well. So with this information, how can you best support your child? 
And that's a really good question. Starseed children have very specific needs in addition to the regular children's needs. Starseed children will at best be really uncomfortable in the system of being as it currently is. Some find it absolutely difficult to fit in. Some could possibly be labelled with any of the labels that are conveniently placed on children who don't fit the mould, such as autistic, ADD or even special needs. But don't worry about any labels others may place on your baby. Their differences are actually an advantage because they know a better way of approaching things and we can learn much from them, especially when it comes to unconditional love. Never force your child to pretend to be anything other than who they are in order to fit in. Celebrate and support the wonderfully beautiful souls they are. Give them space and freedom to be themselves and not have to fit into any preconceived ideas that you may have for your baby. Fully support your baby in walking their true path. Know that they can and will change the world as we currently know it to be for the better and you can help them with this. It's especially important to teach your baby how to cope with the pressures at school and being among so many other children and adults all day. Also, teach them coping mechanisms for not fitting in at school. Don't get angry or frustrated with them because they don't fit into the traditional school system, but be supportive and understanding of their frustrations. Part of this support is not focusing on where they don't fit into the school system, into the academic environment, but to help them find their true path, where their heart leads them, their mission here on earth. This could be environmental, this could be healing, or even teaching, etc. They'll make it very clear to you, once they've reached a level of maturity where they can verbally express this, what direction they need to head in. In the meantime, observe their playing. That will give you a big clue, like, do they always play doctors and nurses, gardeners, etc. Help your baby understand their true identity as soon as they start asking questions. And let them know that it's okay if they're not like everyone else. As they mature, help them to be able to separate themselves from peers in intermediate and high school by this. I mean, let them know that it's okay if they don't fit in, if they don't want to, that they don't have to be like their peers. Make sure that your home is a sanctuary for them, where they feel loved, cherished and supported for simply being themselves. Fully support your child and where their heart path leads them, even if you do not like their choice. Your being opposed to it will not now, nor ever, alter that direction. Once they know it, they will be totally focused on it, remembering they came in with a mission to complete. Help your child to build support networks with kids that have similar interests. Often starseed children will also naturally gravitate to each other, recognising that spark inside the other, even if this is not done on a conscious level. This will help them to feel less alone and most starseeds, adults or children feel this on a level as they come from societies that are so vastly different to anything that is found on this planet. It's a real culture shock coming into this one and it takes a huge amount of adjustment on the part of any starseed. 
here is a point that may be difficult for many parents of a starseed child. Your child may or may not have some gender identity issues above and beyond the normal ones for kids. This is because many star peoples do not have any genders as we know them to be neither male nor female, or they come from a planet and a society that has a different way of understanding gender identity. This is a really good learning tool for humanity because at this point in time we still struggle with balancing male and female energies collectively. Just approach this as you would all others with your baby, with unconditional love and acceptance of them as they are, without trying to place them in a human sexuality label. Help them to develop their innate psychic abilities where you can. If you can't help them in this area, then at least don't dismiss this as being their imagination. Support them. Love them. You could say something like, I don't understand what you're experiencing, but I want to support and help you as you find out more about this part of yourself, and I will always love you even if I don't understand everything, in your own words, of course. Try to remember that your child's true identity is as a non-human, a member of another species entirely, but one who has chosen out of love for humanity and Papatuanuku to come here to this planet, that they are unaccustomed to this earth and our cultural ways. Be okay with that and parent your baby with utter compassion from that perspective. It may help you with any frustrations you may face with your wee starseed as you guide them to the level where they can work things out for themselves. Because these special wee souls are here to remove the current system and controllers, this may make them targets for some negative energies in whatever form be that human, spirit, or interdimensional. It's important to understand this, not to scare you, but to make you understand that this is part and parcel of their work here. So you need to teach your baby the basics of grounding and shielding or protection, boundaries, personal boundaries, and of testing out other energies, be that of human, spirit, interdimensional, or in fact, star people. Don't stress too much about the testing of other synergies, as your baby is actually a master of doing this. Once they realise they can, and are of sufficient emotional maturity to recognise this, by testing, I mean recognising how their energies feel to the child. Do they make them feel uncomfortable, scared, vulnerable? Not that they would understand that word. This shielding is especially important if your wee one is an empath. Until your baby is old enough to know how to place protection around themselves, it's up to the parents or caregivers to do so for the child. This is very easy to do and takes no special skills. Don't stress overly about this, as once your baby knows what is up, they are very, very excellent at protecting themselves. Teach your child the importance of personal space. Teach them how to set boundaries. This is good for any child, starseed or otherwise. Believe your child if and when they talk to you about life on their home planet or dimension. As a parent, it's your responsibility to try and at least raise your own spiritual awareness and understanding as much as you can in order to be able to provide your baby with a spiritual environment that's needed to foster their growth, which in turn will actually help with your own personal growth and understanding. This also will help keep the vibrational level of your home environment much more elevated. This is very comforting for your child as earth energies are very dense and heavy 
for these precious souls and it often weighs them down and makes things very difficult for them to cope with. Their home should be as much of a haven from these energies as you can make it. Make it a habit to spiritually cleanse the energies in your home on a regular basis, perhaps every month or more often if there have been arguments or energies brought into the home that clash with what you are trying to achieve. Lastly, understand that it's very likely that teams supporting all starseeds, young and old, from off-planet may, from time to time, check up on them and make sure they are getting the learning they need from their perspective. They may possibly heal any physical issues your child could need healing from that would stop them from being able to do their work. So believe your baby if they say they've seen strange-looking beings in your homes, as not all star species look humanoid in their appearance. Don't let this create any fear in you, but instead understand that this is part of their path in this world and beyond. Above all, just love your child, love them, and let them know how much they are loved and appreciated for simply being them, the special being they are. Love is really everything and the reason they are here. Thanks for listening to this episode. Kakite. Ka